0: Hello everyone, Pastor Deborah here. Welcome again to another School of Light, an educational series of videos of spiritual teaching for you. Yes, these are my personal Pastor Deborah stories about how I went from being a licensed clinical mental health counselor, helping you that way to helping you the Lord's way. I had many uh, tests to take. Experiences that happened to me. Right in church. And these are some of my many stories. They're still happening today. And I'm still being tested. Mm-hmm. This series is called and is from the kingdom of agape love. Volume one. mm mm-hmm. And it tells of the many different personal spiritual experiences that I, Pastor Deborah, had. And I had to have if I was going to help you the Lord's way. Of course, remember, I didn't know who you were or where you were. I didn't know anything about you. All I knew about was mental health counseling. How to help someone with their soul their mental health, their biological disorders and diseases. That's all. I knew nothing of you, the sweet and precious forever person. I had to learn about you. I had to learn about the kingdom, the land, the realm that you live in. And I had to learn how to help you the Lord's way. So this story is story number 11. It's entitled the you see it back there, of destruction. This test happened in church during the Brownsville revival between 1995 and 2000. The evangelist, Steve Hill, was going to teach us and preach to us about get the sin out, get right with God. And he used this story, and he even used the sound system So we could hear the sounds of a tornado, a whirlwind coming towards us to help us understand something. And it worked. And I want to tell you that story about how I was tested, how I passed, and what it looked like, even in church. But first, welcome to everybody From all over the galaxies, the planets, the solar systems. All of you here on planet Earth. Yeah. And even if you're on another planet in our solar system. That's right. Welcome. Where are you? You're in the Garden of Eden. The spiritual pleasure and delight. Presence. Place. Of God himself. Are you in heaven? No. You're not dead yet. You're still alive. Your physical body is still with us. You could be in the womb of a mother. Could be in a coma. Could be sleeping. Could be on an airplane, a train, working. Mm -hmm. Could be almost dead, but not yet. Could be an infant, a child, a grown woman, a grown man. Mm -hmm. Could be a world leader, politician. You're on your planet, and you're not dead yet. But this is a little taste of the kingdom of heaven. This is what God desires to be on our planets. And for us to live in it, the Garden of Eden, the pleasure and delight, the spot where God and us can meet, where he can touch us and reach us and talk to us, where the living creatures are. Yes, those are living creatures. Yes, there's some strange-looking ones. And you can learn that by looking in the natural world. For it's all a shadow of this realm. Yes, the flowers are singing and talking. Shining brightly. Talking to you and saying they love you. And they are so happy to have you back in their garden. For we got kicked out. Long ago. For our disobedience and sin. Couldn't live in it anymore. But this story The whirlwind of destruction is powerful, and it's how I was tested. Would I follow the words, the leading of an evangelist, a pastor? Did I understand the word of God enough? Did I know what the results would be if I was a follower and followed instructions? Or did I believe what I should believe? So you are welcome, and let's begin first with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you that you have drawn us all here today to this video, to the whirlwind of destruction that Pastor Deborah went through, was tested and tried on so I could be prepared to help them, those that you love so much, the forever person, your way. And, Father, we just thank you that you are always about your work, listening, listening waiting to hear their spirit call to you, to get to know you, to want to be one with you and your child. We thank you, Father, for your Holy Spirit that you sent and is here with us, and your word of God, Christ, the anointed king of the kingdom of heaven. We thank you for your sacrifice on the cross, and we thank you for the resurrection to show us our new birth, After our death. Thank you, Father. Now be about your work. Fulfill Isaiah 61 and 62 in their lives. Give them a Hebrews 4.12 if they desire it. While they're here in the garden with you. Do a spiritual circumcision of their spirit. From their souls, lust of the eyes, the lust of their flesh, the pride of life, the miry clay of darkness and ignorance and flesh. Be about your work, Father, that only you can do. In the name of Christ Jesus of Nazareth, amen. All right, let's begin this story. The whirlwind, that's it, of destruction. This happened one night early, early in the Brownsville revival. Of course, I'm already been on the prayer team maybe a year and on the deliverance team for some time. There was a team that we... Cast out devils, demons, out of Christians who most people didn't believe in and surely didn't believe they could have. But I'm going to show you how easy it is to get one and the doorway that it can happen through. This evangelist gave us some scriptures to help us set the stage. And during this time, he darkened the lights in the sanctuary. And he started a low sound of a tornado coming, wind blowing. He was a great teacher. He believed in visuals and hearing to help your soul understand spiritual things that you did not know about. So he took us to Proverbs 1, 24 through 27. And Proverbs was written by King Solomon the third king of ancient Israel. He was the biological son of King David, the second king of Israel, and Bathsheba. The first king was King Saul. He lasted a while until he disobeyed several times. So King Solomon was asked and given wisdom, and he gave it. And so here in Proverbs 1, 24 This was the Lord God speaking to King Solomon himself. Verse 24. The Lord speaking to King Solomon. And these were lessons that King Solomon had learned from his father, King David. Because I, the Lord, have called you and you refused to hear me. Have you done that? Or listen to me. I have stretched out my hand. And no one of you. Regarded it. Acknowledged it. Reached for it. I hope that's not you. But it usually is. Most of humanity are this way. Verse 25. But you have set at nothing. All my counsel. And you would have none of my reproof, my correction, my counsel. Yes, that is humanity. You, especially. Was I like that Yes, before the revival? I was born again, but a baby. I read the word. I still have the Bible from when I was three or four. But I didn't understand it. I didn't have parents or a culture or a family that obeyed it. We had no prayer meetings. The only one in my family who prayed with me was my father. My mother didn't. There was no Bible studies. But in my youth, I did go to church by myself most of the time. I went to Sunday schools, Bible studies. I joined the youth choir. I went on youth camp trips. Brother didn't. My parents were happy for that. So I was going after God in dead religion. Yeah. Verse 26. I also will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when your fear comes. Verse 27. When your fear comes as destruction. And your destruction comes. As a whirlwind. A tornado. A destruction. When distress and anguish come upon you. Okay. Well, that was the scriptures that set the stage. Remember, I lived this personally in church. When the preacher, Steve Hill, asked all of those there in the congregation to imagine, and to take upon ourselves the fear one might have if a tornado, a whirlwind of destruction was coming near to you. Now remember, I knew as you think in your heart, so you are. The preacher's message was going to be on the whirlwind Of destruction. And he wanted us to have a personal understanding. And a fear of the Lord's judgment. So he was using this illustration. Of the fear. One would have. And feel. About seeing a tornado. Coming towards you. Many of us have that happen. In real life tornadoes destroy our houses they come it's horrible I remember I'm kind of new into this but I've been in it for a little while and I said out loud to this request of the evangelist no I will not take on fear I rebuke that In the name of Jesus Christ. I'm sitting on the deliverance pew. And I said this out loud. The people sitting next to me. On the pew told me to be quiet. But I said no. Satan was going to hear me resist. Fear and him. Did the minister purposely. Want all of us. To spiritually take on a demonic spirit of fear? No. He just wanted us to have a real fear in our lives, our heart, our mind, our soul. So that his message would be understood and received. The lights were dim, darkened whirlwind sounds, tornado sounds were loud. The wind was blowing all in church. But still, his words were out there asking me to do something, requesting that I do something. They had been spoken. A request was made of me, of all the congregation. And I... Openly and out loud refused to follow it. I rebuked it. Yes, I've done that to my husband. I've done that to family members, done it to TV, movies, books I've read. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus, Satan. I will not comply. I've done that a zillion times. And I had to do this in church. What do you think those people received as they imagined in their heart? Remember, I knew the scriptures. As you think in your heart, so are you. When they imagined what the fear would feel like as they took on the fear upon themselves of a tornado, a whirlwind of destruction. Coming at them, you got it. They got a demonic spirit of fear. They opened the door willingly by following the words the request of the evangelist. Then my fellow pew sitters like me for speaking out loud, no, but I didn't get what they got. I had to learn. It is my responsibility to protect my kingdom, my system, of spirit, soul, and body. Not to open the door just because somebody asked me to do something. In the belief they're trying to help me. What this evangelist was trying to help us was you need to be afraid of God's judgment. You need to have some fear in you. If you don't get the sin out and change your life and let him clean you up. We just heard that. About what God will do. He'll laugh at us. He knows what happens to us. He doesn't like it. But you opened the door. You followed the request. You believed. You imagined. You thought. Do you do that with other people? Sure, we all do. But we don't understand what we're doing. I did. I had been in deliverance. And I want to talk to you a little bit on this one about the spirit of fear. To show you what the others got. And I didn't. I knew about spirit of fear. That it was a demonic evil spirit and an emotion. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I had been in the deliverance team casting out demonic spirits out of people's spiritual lives. I had to also understand, which I knew from the mental health counseling, about fear and what it does to the biological body and what hormones and chemicals get released. I knew about the fight or flight syndrome, where adrenaline cortisol get kicked in so you can run from this tornado and protect or fight. I know about that. Let me tell you where the spirit of fear is found in the word. If you go to Second Timothy 1, 7, just listen to what it says. This is out of the authorized King James Bible. I'm going to read it to you if you don't mind. For God has not given us the spirit of fear as a believer but of power and of love and of a sound mind. What that meant was the Holy Spirit that we get is not a spirit, a demonic spirit of fear. And because I had been in deliverance, I knew about this guy and his many fruits of his tree. It was a strong man called the spirit of fear. And I want to read to you out of the book, Strong Man, Strongman's, his name, what is his game? By Dr. Jerry and Carol Robinson. They were Assembly of God ministers. Years and years ago had been in Costa Rica as missionaries for about 30 years. And they ran into these things. And they asked the Assemblies of God who they were under to print them. And they didn't believe that Christians could have them. And America definitely didn't have them. It was a land and a nation of reason, science, medicine, disease, not superstition and spirits. So they published the book. And in the deliverance team ministry of the Brownsville Revival, during revival nights, I was on that team. We cast out spirits. We bound them up. And one of them was the spirit of fear. It is a strong man. It has many under him. So listen what he has. That these people that night got. When they imagined, believed, took on themselves. The fear of a tornado, a whirlwind of destruction, was coming at them. They got fears and phobias. Heart attacks. Fear of man. Torment, vexation, horror. Nightmares, flashbacks, terrors, fear of death, anxiety, stress, untrusting, doubting. These were the fruits, the other demonic spirits that sat under the strong man of fear. They didn't know that when they imagined in their selves and took on the fear they might have, that they opened this door. A strong man came in and brought all of these legions with him into somebody's spiritual life that would flow into their soul. What you also have to do is when you study, fear you must learn there's two kinds. There's kind of a good fear. Fearing the Lord, having respect and awe for him is powerful. It helps you understand him. It also, when you see fire, fear can protect you. You go into action. And sort of maybe that's what the evangelist was saying. A tornado's coming. Run. Get away from it. But you first will sense the fear. The positive fear is when you begin to fear the Lord, which means have deep, deep respect for him, of his power and authority. That's the beginning of your wisdom about him. Having unbelief and doubts comes with fear. Mm -hmm. Can't quite trust that source that you're afraid of. Can't quite trust anybody. Always afraid they're going to lie to you. Not quite sure. Afraid to move forward. Paralyzed. Many people are. And you'll see fear at work. People are afraid of everything. The weather, bugs, dogs, even food. Fear comes even in our nightmares, our dreams. Yeah, fear affects us biologically. Mm-hmm. Many of us are afraid of dying and death. We don't want to. We'll do everything we can. We're a fear. We're afraid. We don't know of what. Some do. Some are never feel safe. They tremble. Can never find that peace and safety, except maybe in drugs, alcohol, sex, having enough money. Afraid that. They'll be poor, embarrassed, humiliated. Fear comes in all sorts of ways. So here I was sitting in church on the prayer team, God moving through me on the deliverance team, loving the revival, the presence of God. I went to the altar many, many times when this evangelist, Steve Hill, called out sin, and my conscience was pricked and tender. But on this night, When he was trying to help us understand the judgment of God that was coming upon our sin, the way we were living and thinking, Mm -hmm. what we were doing in the voting booth, what we were doing to our families, how we were living, what was important to us, what we were watching and studying. And he was trying to help us, but he did not know. Because he had never been taught about demonic spirits. assemblies of God didn't believe in them. Didn't believe Christians could have them. Didn't believe dark and light could exist together. So he didn't know. But it's my responsibility, yours too, to protect yourself. To watch over and guard your system of spirit, soul, and physical body. Did he purposely mean to? Say this, no, he was trying to teach us, he was using our hearing, our eyes in a darkened search, he was trying to help us. But I knew, even those well meaning teaching times, an ordained minister trying to help us can open a door that we don't want opened. So, in this whirlwind of destruction story, I rebuked that out loud that request. I didn't stand up, but I said it loud enough that the people around me were offended. But I wasn't going to let anybody tell me what to think, imagine, and take on myself. I knew spiritually what would happen. And I didn't get what they did. Oh, it was knocking on the door through the pastor's words, through his request. But I didn't open the door. I rebuked it in the name of Christ Jesus of Nazareth. And that was my whirlwind of destruction story right in church. How many of you have followed leaders without even questioning them? Most of the time, I'll talk to my TV out loud. Most of the time also, I'll just say nothing but rebuke it in my mind. I learned about doorways and doors that must be opened and what was knocking. Death was there. Sin, destruction, fear was there. Wanting to come into my life and rule and reign me and not the word of God, not love, joy, and peace, not the kingdom of heaven. Strong men, spiritual, demonic spirits were always trying to get into Pastor Deborah. I had been cleansed already delivered, sealed off. So the only way they could get in is if I willingly opened the door myself. And how that would have happened in this story is I would imagine within myself and I would take on that fear that I was asked. And I had to rebuke that openly. But I didn't get What the others got. And you see it out in the world, children. fear In fear. Now we have COVID. Now we have war. We have soldiers that live in fear. It's called anxiety. Anxiety. Afraid that you'll fail. That you're not good enough. You're not the right sex. You won't get a job. Fear of not being like other people. Fear of anything. Well, I don't have that. And this was one of my early tests in the church, in religion, by a well-meaning, very powerfully anointed minister. But even then, without them knowing it, because his knowledge, he knew nothing really of the demonic world, had no teaching. Mm-hmm. And he was in a church that did not believe in it. So it was okay to imagine and take upon yourself this fear of a tornado. Mm-hmm. Nothing was going to happen except you we were going to have a realization that you better be afraid of God's judgment. Believers. That's coming. If you don't get the sin out of your life and stop doing the things you're doing and turn around and get back on the right road. If you believe in abortion, stop it. Turn around. Stop killing innocent children and babies. If you're stealing, stop it. If you've lied, confess it. Take your punishment. But no. So here on this church service, the whirlwind of destruction tried to get Pastor Deborah. And it didn't. And I passed. So I'd like to offer you a chance. To cast out of yourself the fear that has come upon you from any way. And to get rid of that strong man and all that's with him spiritually in one swoop. All you have to say is I don't want that fear. I don't know how it got there. Some of you may know. But this is a deliverance ministry. So in the name of Christ Jesus, I speak to that strong man and i bind you according to matthew 18 and 18 you be bound and i bind to you every imp every demonic spirit under your authority and this person these people who are listening and i cast you out in the name of christ jesus you leave the kingdom you leave the property and the territory that is not yours A greater than you has come. Take all your imps with you. Go. In the name of Christ Jesus. It's done. You might jerk. You might cry. You might be afraid. You might feel lighter. You might pass out. Now. The word says. He wants us to come back. He'll come back knocking. Through people. Through events. Through circumstances. So you be on guard. Don't open that door again. Because he'll bring more in. And it will be worse for you this time. Than it was the first time. Yes, I know abuse is powerful. It's in your soul. And God can help you with that also. Mm -hmm. So this deliverance ministry is about setting you free. A spiritual captive. Understanding how when we follow the herd or others or request of politicians, leaders, Democratic or Republican parties, nations. When we don't understand the word. We open doors. And how powerful fear is. It's a demonic spirit. And it's a biological response to fear in the natural world. Animals have it. We have hormones. We're supposed to Help us to survive in fearful situations. There's a good positive fear, a respect of the power and authority of God that helps bring in wisdom. because you recognize he's smart, you're not. He's big, you're small. Sit at his feet, learn at him. Father, I ask you to bless them with freedom and healing from this spirit, this strong man of fear, from the whirlwind of destruction. Father, help my story to help them to understand. It can happen right there in your church, right there in over television, right there in your family, your business, your community, by your friends, over social media. That's right. There's surveys out there asking you questions. Do you like this? Is this helpful? You don't have to answer all those. Yes, and you're going to be afraid. Death is fearful until you get the Lord in you, and he tells you there's a life after death, and it's okay to let go. I've done that with many people. Death is coming, and they're afraid, and I have to deal with them. There's others ready to go. They're in comas. There's others in comas, and they don't want to go. But death comes for all of us. Fear is here, both in the realm of the spirit and in the natural world. So you pay attention to these whirlwind of destructions that come. You pay attention to all these stories in the news. You pay attention. Don't open those doors yourself. Keep them closed. How do you do that? You say, Lord, I'm coming to you. I'm running into your tower. You are my protection and safety. Mm -hmm. Now your biological body will kick into a natural response. Adrenaline, cortisol, sugars to help you either fight the fear or flee. I get tornado warnings all the time on our phone. Get to your safe space, so I do. I stay alert. I pay attention to the news, the weather, when I'm driving in a car. I know there's bad people out there. Mm -hmm. And bad things are happening. So you stay alert. And even in religion, Mm -hmm. fear is there, wanting to control you, to vex you, torment you, Mm -hmm. and not for you to have love or joy or peace or feel safe. But now you can begin. To understand and rebuke. And if you got some fear. He'll take it away. Spiritually. Mm -hmm. I think the Robertson's books are still out there for purchase. Probably might be on YouTube or something. Might have a different covering. It's been many, many years since I studied this. But this is what we did in our deliverance sessions. We'd work through the strong man. The spirit of fear. We would rebuke each one of those. And then we'd bless you with peace in the Lord. And we bless you with healing where that spirit had been. Because usually there's remnants, there's wounding, yeah, tearing, ripping. And your spirit needs healing. And you may not feel safe for a while spiritually. Mm -hmm. You might be afraid of the dark. But one day you won't be. Because you'll be in the light. So you enjoy your freedom. You accept his deliverance prayers. And if you're not one of his yet, you can be. He wants you as his child so he can set you free of this strong man, the spirit of fear. And you'll be taught and learned like Pastor Deborah was. So when the whirlwind of destruction comes, you are not fearful. You can respond appropriately in the natural world to be safe. But your spirit will not be tormented or vexed. And if a nightmare comes, God will help you dispel it. Rebuke it. I've done that many a times. I close my eyes and sometimes I see some of the vicious, vicious demons. And I have to rebuke that because they're trying to attack. I watch a lot of movies to get an idea of what they look like in the realm of the spirit. Fear is a spirit. And it is an emotion in our soul. And our biological body has responses to that fear. It is a spiritual thing. Mm -hmm. But God's not the author of it. God does not give it to us. He wants us to respect him. And all of his glory and majesty. And that begins our walk of wisdom. By having great respect for him and honoring him because of his majesty and his glory. So you be encouraged today. You learn from Pastor Deborah's story, the whirlwind of destruction. My test that I took and passed and I didn't open the door. And I didn't get the strongman of the spirit of fear. One of Satan's tormentors. One of Satan's high angels. That would vex and torment me. I didn't get it that day. I fight that a lot. As everybody else does. But be encouraged. There's help for you. From the word of God. And I'll see you again. On the next story. Of Pastor Deborah's journey. To helping you. In the school of Light, The kingdom of agape love. Volume one. We got many more to go through. Then volume two, and we're going to work through silent cries. A lot of poems and stories written to me from out of the darkness. Then I got letters I wrote into the darkness to the world of the occult. am going to have those for you so you can learn about Pastor Deborah and Agape Love and how it works. All right, I'll see you again on the next video. Bye.